It's Tuesday, April 24, 2018. Mr. Hard has no clients that has business before this agency. Contrary to denials, lobbyists tied to EPA chief's condo did lobby the agency. So yes, I'm going to send them a check for the monies that America had promised. Former New York Mayor Bloomberg donates $4.5 million to help U.S. keep Paris Climate Accord promise. Court reinstates fines for automakers that violate fuel economy standards, plus... Using natural thermometers such as measurements of tree rings and ice cores, Mann says he has been able to calculate ancient temperatures to a fraction of a degree. The 20th anniversary of the famous hockey stick graph. All of those anniversaries and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... And snarky comment. But one thing is certain, the heat is on. Global temperatures for the first three months of 1998 were the warmest on record. Are we still playing that record? Yep. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, EPA Chief Scott Pruitt, leading our Green News Report Yet again today? Oh, yes, he is. New revelations suggest that Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt was less than forthright when defending his below-market rental deal from the wife of an energy lobbyist in Washington, D.C. In an interview with Fox News in early April, Pruitt claimed that renting from a lobbyist was not at all a conflict of interest. Why does it matter when the ethics officials look at the lease and the terms of the lease to determine whether it's ethical Why does it matter? It's because you're renting it from the wife of a lobbyist. Yeah. Who has no business before this agency. Hold on a second. Uh, Mr. Hart... Mr. Mr. Hart has no clients that has business before this agency. Turns out that's not true. The lobbyist in question, J. Stephen Hart, resigned from his lobbying firm on Friday after new lobbying disclosures showed that Hart did indeed lobby the EPA while Pruitt was leading it and was actually present in at least one meeting with Pruitt in an official capacity. So the lobbyist had to quit for doing his job. The EPA chief... He has yet to quit, even though he's wildly corrupt. Right. Hart denied that the meetings met the definition of lobbyist, but said he was retiring earlier than previously planned. (laughs) A small but growing handful of congressional Republicans have joined congressional Democrats in calling for Pruitt to resign. They can call all they want. Apparently, he's not answering the call. A win for consumers and the environment, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruled on Monday in favor of environmental groups by rejecting a Trump Department of Transportation attempt to delay fines levied on car manufacturers who violate federal fuel economy standards for cars and trucks. The fines had finally been updated to account for decades of inflation. In the meantime, the department has announced it plans to repeal those fines altogether. Meanwhile, former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg said he has volunteered to pay $4.5 million to cover a portion of the U.S. commitment to a United Nations fund to help developing countries deal with the impacts of global warming. That was part of the Paris Climate Agreement. The U.S. had pledged $3 billion to the United Nations Green Climate Fund, but President Donald Trump reneged on that deal when he announced his decision to withdraw from the accord. In an interview with CBS News, Bloomberg said he feels a sense of responsibility. America made a commitment, and as an American, if the government's not going to do it, 
we all have responsibility. I'm able to do it. So, yes, I'm going to send them a check for the monies that America had promised to the organization as though they got it from the federal government. Well, he's going to send them four and a half million of the three billion that we had promised. But uh, we appreciate the effort. Indeed. Finally, this past weekend marked the 20th anniversary of the publication of the famous hockey stick graph by climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann and his colleagues in the journal Nature. Mann's study used tree rings and ice core data to reconstruct past climate temperatures and showed that the planet's temperature had been relatively stable for 500 years and then, in the 20th century, dramatically and suddenly spiked upward like a hockey stick. Here he is in a 1998 CBS News report. We believe we are seeing the effect of human beings on the climate of the 20th century. The graph's publication in 1998 also marked the launch of an unprecedented attack campaign funded by the fossil fuel industry that attempted to discredit Dr. Mann and all climate scientists in order to confuse and mislead the public about the dangers of global warming. Since the release of the hockey stick graph, the science of man-made climate change has only gotten stronger, as have the real-world impacts. And now the oil industry is beginning to face mounting climate liability lawsuits. And they continue to face Michael Mann, who continues to push back. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. You can stand.